My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It is the 5th of October. I am Billy. I'm Sam. Happy birthday to my darling mother. Happy birthday, Nikki. There's big news out of the US. For the first time in its history, the House Speaker has been ousted. So who is the House Speaker? Why is it such big news? And what does this actually mean? We're going to tell you all of that and do a bit of a deep dive into the drama of US politics in today's deep dive. But first, Billy, what is making headlines this morning? The federal government has announced a new crackdown on Australia's visa system. It comes after an independent report found flaws in the migration system have allowed for criminal exploitation of international students and other migrants. The government will now create a permanent visa exploitation operation and increase fines for unlawful immigration assistance. At least 21 people have been killed after a bus fell from a bridge in Venice, Italy. The bus is believed to have been carrying tourists to a campsite when it crashed near railway tracks off an overpass. The mayor of Venice described the crash scene as apocalyptic, while authorities warned the death toll could rise. Two children were among those killed in the crash. Tasmania's former Attorney General Elise Archer has announced she will leave Parliament, ending speculation the state could be headed for an early election. Tasmanian Premier Jeremy Rockliffe called for Archer's resignation on Friday after learning of bullying allegations and text messages sent by Archer, which he described as unacceptable. Rockliffe had said an early election would be called if Archer wouldn't guarantee support for the government in Parliament. And today's good news, can you smell that, Billy? No. It's officially Fat Bear Week in the US, and that is when Americans celebrate Alaskan brown bears' efforts to chunk up on salmon before the winter hibernation. Katmai National Park is home to hundreds of bears, and since 2014, park rangers have dedicated an online poll to 12 of the biggest and best. The public now get to have their say on their favourite. I remember last year, it was a big story for us. Bear 747, otherwise known as Bear Force One, claims top spot as 2022's fattest bear. We've currently got a photo of Bear Force One over on our Instagram stories. Check it out. Okay, Sam, so today we are talking about the chaos that has unfolded in the US after the Speaker of the House was ousted for the first time in its history. There really is never a dull day in US politics. They keep it fresh. It's a really big development, but before we explain exactly what has gone on this week, can you first just explain what is the role of the Speaker? Well, yeah, I think this is important to cover off right at the beginning because this is not a term that we're super used to hearing in the headlines. Well, sometimes there are more famous speakers than others, but essentially the House Speaker is the presiding officer of the House, and that means that their role is to maintain order of the House of Representatives. So in the US Capitol, you've got the House of Reps and the Senate. And the House of Reps is where things get debated and there's all these funny proceedings and lots of official stuff. And the Speaker basically looks over all of it. And it's technically an impartial role. And what I mean by that is the Speaker's meant to treat both sides, so Republicans and Democrats, equally, regardless of which party they're from. But then they also act as the leader of the majority party in the House. So whichever party has the most members in the House of Reps, their leader is the Speaker of the House. And at the moment, it's the Republicans who are in the majority in the House. 
Before that, though, you might remember Nancy Pelosi. She was the most recent speaker before Kevin McCarthy took over in January of this year. So Nancy Pelosi was the speaker when the Democrats held the majority. Then we had the midterm elections. The Republicans won control of the House and they elected Kevin McCarthy. And I haven't heard actually too much about Kevin McCarthy since he became speaker. Who is he? I do remember that it was quite controversial when he became speaker earlier this year, right? Yeah, so he's been representing a central Californian electorate since 2006. He's a Republican, as we know by now. He was elected speaker after the 2022 midterms, which saw the Republicans take control. But as you said, it was quite controversial. And the reason it was controversial was because it actually took 15 rounds of voting for him to gain enough support in his own party to be elected. And that was the longest contest America had seen in 160 years for the position. And the reason that that was such a hard vote for McCarthy to get over the line was because a group of hard right members in the Republican Party, so his own party, including a man named Matt Gates, pushed back on his election. It's all coming back to me now. I think I remember those 15 rounds of voting kind of felt like the first big story of 2023. And it was like a 3 a.m. election. Yeah. Yeah. And so he had quite a controversial start, and now it sounds like a very controversial end to his position. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully for him, he's kind of seen it as a good time, not a long time, because it hasn't (laughs) been very long. So now, as we said, he's become the first speaker in US history to be ousted. So on Monday, Gates, who's the guy who was kind of leading that hard right rebellion against McCarthy that made it so hard for him to get the position filed a motion to vacate the Speaker's position. And what that meant was the House was then forced to vote on whether or not to keep McCarthy. That all happened on Monday. By Tuesday, Democrats who were in the House agreed to vote with Gates. And what that meant was that Gates only needed to convince a couple more Republicans to side with him against McCarthy to actually pass the vote through. And that vote happened yesterday, and McCarthy's no more. Okay, so I understand how this happened, but what you haven't explained yet is the why. Why did this happen? I think America's trying to really answer this question as well. So Gates moved against McCarthy after he worked with the Democrats. So remember, McCarthy's a Republican. He worked with the party that he's not from last week to pass a bill to prevent a total government shutdown. So some quick context here. Last week, there was nearly a government shutdown in the US, and that would have meant that all government operations would have been suspended and government employees wouldn't have gotten paid until Congress could agree on how money would be spent in the future. That was all avoided. We didn't have that shutdown. And it was partly because McCarthy worked on a bill with the Democrats to keep it open. There's this phrase of, you know, he worked across the aisle. And McCarthy actually recognized at the time that this could result in a challenge to his leadership by his own party. But he actually said, if someone wants to make a motion against me, bring it. There has to be an adult in the room. Okay, so they brought it. But what I'm confused about is if the Democrats worked with McCarthy on avoiding a shutdown, why did they then vote to remove him as Speaker? Yeah, it's a little bit kind of frenemy zone, this one. So they've talked about a whole different reasons for their decision. But the first thing to say is just because he worked with the Democrats on avoiding that government shutdown last week definitely does not mean that they have always worked collaboratively. In fact, if you go back a couple of weeks, it was actually McCarthy who was the one who ordered the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, who is a Democrat, in regards to claims surrounding Biden's involvement in his son Hunter Biden's business dealings. As well as all of that, according to the New York Times, McCarthy has this reputation as someone who has had so many different promises to so many different people that his word is meaningless. 
One Democratic representative actually said, I think he's likely the most unprincipled person to ever be Speaker of the House. So the Democrats have kind of painted this picture of McCarthy as untrustworthy. But more than that, they're painting a picture of the Republicans as a party in disarray and a party that can't work collaboratively together. So there's no clear path in their eyes with McCarthy as the Speaker. Right. And how has McCarthy responded to all of this? Well, he's not a happy chappy about all Shocking. of this. I know. He's confirmed that he won't be running for Speaker again because, remember, now that the seat's been vacated, they need a new Speaker. And he essentially really disagrees with what's happened and, as you can imagine, is you know far from impressed. He told reporters, unfortunately, 4% of our party can join all the Democrats and dictate who can be Speaker in the House. I don't think that rule is good for the institution, but apparently I'm the only one. And so where does all of this leave us? What happens next? So the Speaker's chair is empty, and next week Republicans will all get in a room to discuss who the new nominee for the role should be. If all the Republicans agree on a nominee, then that person will be the one elected as Speaker because Republicans control the House. But we can see situations like with McCarthy only in January where there's a bit of a ballot in the House when there's a couple of challenges. There aren't any clear frontrunners yet, though. Uh, Matt Gates, he's the guy who led the charge against McCarthy, has indicated that the Speaker doesn't necessarily need to be a member of the House. Wait, that's confusing. What do you mean it doesn't need to be a member of the House? I was also confused by this, and I went did some digging with the team and, and tried to really dissect this. So get this, this is super weird. Historically, the House has always elected someone in the House as its own Speaker. But the US Constitution doesn't actually say that the job has to go to an elected member of the House. It could be, you know, Kanye West. <laughs> it could be, Seems unlikely. It could be anyone. And interestingly, though, on a serious note, in January, Matt Gates voted for former US President Donald Trump during multiple rounds of voting for the speakership. And Trump was not in the House at the time. I don't know how likely it is that we'll see Trump in the chair anytime soon. He's got a couple of lawsuits at the moment. But we will see a new Republican in the next couple of days. As I said at the start, never a dull day in US politics. What a country. We will keep you updated. Thank you so much for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you learned anything from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so there's a TDA episode waiting for you every morning. Sam and Zara will be back tomorrow. But until then, have a great day. 